The reason why I haven't posted while I've been on a trip is because I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. And this is a small thing that we all forget about being consumed on social media, consumed with your businesses. We forget about the importance of enjoying things for yourself. This is where we sat with Damon John yesterday. And another reason why uh, and another reason why um, I haven't posted while we're out here is because I'm not a lifestyle influencer. I teach you business. I teach you finance. Um, and uh, although I do show things sometimes from time to time to encourage you uh, that it's all worth it, what you got to understand is this. What you have to understand is this. Um, you know, couples paid, uh, couples paid a uh, hundred thousand to be out here, and I'm I'm the only one that came by myself. Uh, so we paid anywhere from fifty to a hundred thousand dollars to be out here, to book a private resort, to mastermind, to figure out how we can make a bigger bag as a collective. Um, so I came here with intention uh, for my company and my business to get my mind clear and free. Um, still, while I was here, people blowing up my phone from the company, but that come with running an organization. But one thing I one thing I'm happy about um, being out. See, I'm in the generation where I grew up. With and without technology, meaning like the internet came around around my time, phones came out, you know, affordable cell phones came out around my time. However, also around my time, uh, we didn't have internet, we didn't have social media, so you had to consume all of this. And imagine coming to a place like this, so beautiful, so peaceful, so serene, you can see the majesty and vastness of God. And the only thing you can think about is posting for your social media or for your followers or whatever. Um, if, if you're a lifestyle brand, I understand it because you're selling your lifestyle. But even in that, even if that was your brand, travel, lifestyle, whatever, don't forget to enjoy these moments. Don't forget to breathe when you're out here, you know. I remember... And my mom, I wish I, I wish I had my other phone to show y'all. My mom was like, she's crying. See, my mom was crying when I got on the, uh, uh, by the call it PJ, the private jet, to come to Dominican Republic. Cause she was like, baby, I'm so happy. My mom was like, baby, I'm so happy that you didn't allow, you know, us us growing up with nothing, to stop you from getting everything that you said you was going to do. 
And my mom sent me on a private jet coming to the Dominican Republic with associates and friends that are in the same social classes as as I am. My mom was, that's, you know, she, 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 she know we came a long way. We used to take down and back trips just to San Antonio, which is like six hours away, go down there for the day, come back the next day, like with food to go. We used to share food. <laughs> and, um, and I think the, the, one of the worst things and also the best things about showing you all stuff like this is that a lot of you will get false understandings and, a, and false mindset. Go ahead. Come on, come on, come on. On what it takes to actually be successful, what it takes to actually win. And to come to this beautiful place on a private jet for the first time experiencing this country um, i wouldn't I wouldn't take back any of the days that I worked hard and I cried and I was frustrated. You're talking about I went four and a half years without buying myself anything without traveling like any like real place on my own, you know, volition. My wife, she had like family obligations, you know, that that we had to do as a family. But I'm talking about like travel, you know. Um, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. These are these are these are things that you can't unsee. And the picture can't explain. A picture can't explain the feeling that you have to invest into experiences that you can't unsee. Yeah. You see what I'm talking about? And um, a lot of people um, shortcut their experiences because they want to shortcut the sacrifice. Yeah, that's what I want to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I want to talk about. A lot of people shortcut their experience because they want to shortcut the sacrifice. See, there are people, and you know, no offense to anybody. I'm just, I'm just explaining what I think in my mind. Coming to the DR on a private jet, on a paid out resort that we, that we, that we cut off just for me and my friends, um, just to mastermind. Uh, It's a whole lot different of an experience of if I tried to come out here prematurely before I earned it. Oh, Jake, what are you saying? Um, if I would have come out to the DR years before, if I would have come out to the years before, uh, I would have shortcut the experience that DR really had to provide me. 
I would have came out, and this is no offense, you know, uh, commercial, in the back of the plane, uncomfortable, uh, rode off the plane, got the cheapest transportation to find the cheapest hotel, you know, uh, uh, to, to, you know, to eat the, the cheapest food that we can, scraping and scruffling. And I would have distorted, I would have distorted the experience that I'm having now if I would have started vacationing and having a good time and even masterminding before it was my time. Would have been in there, you know, seven of my homeboys sharing a one bedroom. Look at this. And a lot of times that's the message that we're missing from God. That's the message that we're missing from God. The message that we're missing from God is God wants to show us exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ask or think. He just wants us to put in our time and and to be disciplined until it's our time. Listen, listen. But you got to be committed to waiting your turn. Putting in your bid, putting your time in, sacrificing what you need to sacrifice. This is why I've never been envious of what another man has, because I know that when it's my turn, there will not there will there will not be a limit to anything that I want. I will get whatever I want because it's my turn. And some of you got to learn how to put in the work, put in the grind and wait your turn. Wait your turn. I can't I can't imagine experiencing another country or DR without in this magnitude. Like 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 I, I can't I can't imagine. But we look online We see all of these people in cool places and doing amazing things. And we begin to judge ourselves and become envious of what somebody else has. You know how crazy, how psycho we must be to want something from somebody else that was never designed to be for you? Imagine uh, getting insecure about where you are in life. Envious that God gave somebody else something and he didn't give it to you. So we find ourselves judging where we are because of somebody else's blessings that were designed for them. This is why when you chase other people's dreams, when you chase their blessings and you get their blessings, they become burdens to you. Because those blessings were never intended to be yours in the first place. So now you are now trying to hold up something that was a blessing for somebody else, but it's a burden to you. Oh, my gosh. I remember when I came out of college and I wanted to show everybody I was a big dog, got a big, big teaching salary, got my nonprofit contracted. I just thought I was the man. I went out there and got BMWs, finance, credit cards and all of this. And, and, and I saw somebody else living that life, 
but it was a blessing to them because it came with ease. When I went and decided that I wanted that life and I forced my hand to go and get the life before I deserved it, it was a burden for me. So what was a blessing for somebody else was a burden for me because I bought their blessing. Yeah. A lot of us uh, want to rent everybody else's blessings before getting your own. Uh, you, you would much rather rent somebody else's blessing just so that you can be seen in the blessing. But you end up paying for the burden long term. You pay for the burden in debt. You pay for the burden in shortcuts. You pay for the burden in uh, uh, what they call it identity uh, uh, identity disorder, where you where, where you where you don't feel like you belong in the room. Where you don't feel like you belong in the room. So I found myself years later paying for the burden that I put myself in because I wanted to go in. I wanted to go and force my hand in somebody else's blessing. Can I tell you something? You cannot buy your blessing. I'm just I'm just letting you know this. I don't care. I don't give a damn what a guru tell you. You cannot buy overflow. You cannot buy uh, 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 God's anointing or his hand on your life. You cannot buy blessings. You can't buy your double portion. These are things that no man can buy. You cannot buy favor. So when you're looking at someone's blessings and you don't realize that it's favor, and you try to go and steal or be envious of somebody else's favor and you never get your flavor. What's your flavor? Everybody got a different favor flavor. See, a favor flavor is 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 God seeing your dreams specifically for you. But when you want to go steal everybody else's flavor and you wonder why you, you you don't know what you like, it's because you're so busy and committed to trying to steal everybody else's flavor favor. That you don't even know what you like, who you are, where you are, who you want to become, what you want to do. And now you're stuck. And now you're stuck. In a situation, in a space, in a moment in time. To where now you, you, you even have everything you thought you wanted and you're still not happy. You know what that is. That's you trying to buy favor. That's you trying to buy blessings and overflow. And it is burdening, burdening you because you can't keep up the pressure or it's too much pressure to keep up. Because it was never designed for you to have it like that. So we get these imposter syndromes. You know, they, they people people say fake it till you make it. And I say that's that's where that imposter syndrome comes. That's where that imposter syndrome, the imposter syndrome is when you have a life that you never wanted because you are envious of somebody else's. So now you've adopted their life, not realizing that some most times they they not in good shape either. They're, they burden about the burden. And now you want to buy their burden and not realizing that God wants to bless you and over give you overflow without sorrow. The word of God just says God will give you your heart's desires without sorrow. You know what sorrow is sadness, it's heaviness.
So the reason why I haven't posted a lot about my trip is because I don't want you to get envious of the overflow that I have because of the discipline that I've decided to take and the stance that I've decided to make and proclaim to extend God's kingdom forward. I don't want you to get envious or begin to want what God has given me because it's going to put you in a bad spot. See, I want overflow without sorrow. I want my double portion with, without having to feel like I got to buy it or finance it. I said, God, anything in my life that is supposed to be for me when it is for me, I will be able to get it without any issues, worries, or complaints. And you will always, and you will always uh, give me the best experiences. So when I want to experience something, you're going to give me opportunity that's going to allow for me to see things in a different way. Can I, can I, can I, can I, can I, can I dig a little deeper? Can I dig a little deeper for you? And most of us don't even realize that when you get the overflow and the extra abundance in favor of God, you can't even work for that. Because it comes without sweat or toil. Oh, man, y'all don't want to talk. Y'all don't want to talk. One of the curses of man, one of his curses was that he would have to work by the sweat of his brow in order for him to receive any type of overflow. The curse was broken. When the curse was broken, it allowed for us to get back our natural rightful Blessings and overflow without having to do any sacrificial or sacrifice or additional work to receive it. We receive back the favor of God, which means that God's children are supposed to receive overflow without work. I'm trying to give you I'm trying to give you all the real game and the real principles to win it. You got to do the work. But then God does supernatural things on the work that you have done that you cannot justify. A lot of people like to call it momentum. A lot of people call it the big mo. What's the big mo? The big mo is when you're doing something in a consistent way, in a specific way with integrity over a given period of time, you are you, you are destined to receive overflow. They call it momentum. They call it all this stuff. But I call it God. You can call it what you want. You can call it what you want, but I'm calling it God. I'm calling it God. I just got the goosebumps. Because everybody, everybody's trying to create titles and words for things they can't explain without just saying it's God. You, you can't explain it. It's I'm doing what God called me to do in a specific way, in a specific time. And if I stop doing it, then I'm going to stop the overflow. The, the momentum's going to stop. What is that? That is called God working in your favor or against you. Either way. So you have to make the definitive decision that the life that you want to live has to be your authentic life. Because God can't bless you if you confuse. The Bible says uh, uh, that a double minded man is unsure in all his ways. And they gave an analogy of like tossing in the wind, like a wave in the ocean, tossing in the wind. You're here, you're there. You want God to give you clear, defined uh, um, um, blessings that are specific to you, 
But you have yet taken the time to figure out what specific gift you're supposed to give back to God. See, why do we want God to gift us with gifts and overflow, but we don't want to give God with the gift that he gave us in the first place? And it is our willfulness to give our gifts back to him in servitude of humanity. That's it. But 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 you you want God to give you overflow. God, I want a private jet. God, I want the resort. God, I want this life. God, I want that life. God, I want to be able to do that. And God is trying to tell you, you keep asking me for all of this, but you're not willing to give this to me. Hey, listen, family, at the ABS firm, we teach families all across the country how to build their own bank. Yes, I said it, how to build their own bank. If you're looking to try to get out of debt, stop borrowing money from everyone else's bank without building your own family banking system, you need to get in our private banking blueprint where we literally show you exactly what we did to not only build our own private banking system for our company, but what I did to build me and my wife's and my family's private banking system so that you can be able to not only guarantee wealth for your family, but you can now learn how to be your own bank. How cool would it be to learn not only how to be your own bank, but to actually become your own bank? So go to privatebankandblueprint.com, privatebankandblueprint.com, so that you can learn 25 hours coursework, videos, questions, everything that you need. And you will also be able to talk to one of our ABS advisors to be able to set you up your own family bank. Family, this is true. It is possible. You just have to go see it for yourself. So privatebankandblueprint.com. Don't wait. So I made the definitive decision. I will. Dot, dot, dot. I made the definitive decision. I will. Dot, dot, dot. Jake, what's the dot, dot, dot? Whatever God tells me, I will do blank. I will be this. I will go here. I will become this. I will. Dot, dot, dot. If, if you're willing... If you want to get the life that you could never even imagined with the favor and the blessings of a God that has told us all that we have our own inherited overflow, you got to start saying, I will. Not, I can't. Not, it's hard. Not come up with excuses. I will figure it out. I will find a way. I will make it happen. I will wake up in the morning at this time and I will get to the work. I will get to the bag. I will wake up in the morning. I will provide value. I will get on my lives and teach even if there is no one there. I will. And what happens is when you just tell God I will, then he fulfills his will. Oh my God. If, if you just tell God I will, God will fulfill his will for your life. Isn't that crazy how that works? Isn't that crazy how that works? If you, if you decide to say, I will make it happen. 
I will give you back your gifts. God, I will give you back your talent. Can I tell y'all something? And giving your talents and gifts to God don't mean you got to be in a church. Because everything that you do in sacrifice to God for the benefit of God is ministry. I will. You look at my Rolls Royce, you look at our cars, our Lexus, our Benz, our lifestyle. I'm telling you, it is not because of Jake's will. It's because I said I will and God has granted me the will of my inheritance. Do you know God has a will with your inherit with your name on it? God has a will to your inheritance with your name on it. Did you know that? But you can't activate your inheritance that's in that will until you decide to say I will to whatever God has for you. I will. Stop making excuses. I will. I will. God said, I need you to go here. I will. God said, I need you to talk into a room of two people and I need you to speak to them like it's 2000 because one day you're going to have a big platform. I said, I will. God told me to drive to Omaha, Nebraska, drove to Omaha, Nebraska, drove all, all around this country. I've traveled 31 cities in 30 days, slept in airports because I couldn't afford to, to stay in a hotel and fly on a plane. Had to make a decision. I said, I will. I will. My family and friends told me I was crazy, told me I need to get a job, told me I need to do this. God said, I see a school in your life. I said, I will. I don't know how I'm going to get there, God, but I'm, I will figure it out. Built our own academy. Went from being a PE teacher to building an online academy that is touching lives in, in, in over 25 countries now. I will. God say, son, you, you made a mistake when you first got married. You, 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 made, you made a lot of lustful decisions that now we got to clean up. You need to spend a year and a half with no sex. I said, God, I will. After coming out that I will, God presented me my wife, AJ. Isn't that crazy? When you, when you, when you sacrifice and you fulfill the I will portion on your half, God then gives you what's in his will for your life. Huh? Huh? Y'all think, listen, listen, how, how did I get my PhD MBA? Because I said I will. And because I said I will, God said, okay, also in Jake's will, he, he always wanted to get his PhD. He just never had time because he was building. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to find somebody that values his work and grades his work over the, over the last five years. And they will honor him with what he has already mastered. You can't tell. Listen, you cannot buy favor. I will. I will. That's why all this clout, all this clout chasing online and buddy buddy stuff. If God ain't tell me to go befriend these people, I ain't moving. If God ain't tell me to go be somebody friend or go click up with these people, because what 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 God is doing in my life is he is showing people that his will is the best will. It ain't me clicking up with nobody. For nobody else to take credit or take account for what he has done for me, my family, my team. No, God wants to stand alone. Yeah, no, no, no. God, God want to stand alone. I'm not. No, we ain't doing that.
Can't do it. Can't do it. Because I've seen a bunch of men. You can read it in the Bible. I've seen a bunch of men get wealthy, have a crazy, crazy success. And it all comes tumbling down. It all comes tumbling down. I wanted to build something that I knew would stand the test of time. And the only thing I know for a fact that will stand the test of time is because in the word of God, he said that your name is more greater than silver and gold. So that means that I needed to be such a great service to humanity that my name can cash checks when I don't have the currency to fulfill the order. So how can you make your name great by being who you say that you are? Doing what you say you're going to do, submitting to God when you're supposed to, saying I will when you know that you don't know how, saying I will when when you feel like you can't. Jake, Jake, how did how did your whole entire family Submit and now they're working with you without any ego because I said I will. You want to know why my mother's working uh, working for me? My father's working for me. Why I'm the leader of my family name? Why I'm the CEO of our family? And they're trusting me to take us to the next level. It's because they've seen me say I will to a greater good, bigger than ourselves, which then forces them to to either say. I will help him in this manner or I will forego and forfeit the blessing that God has for me, too. Because I said I will to God, people say I will to me. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? When you say I will to God, people are more willing to say I will to you because they see that your mission and your commitment and your word and your bond and your discipline is something bigger than any man can provide. So when I wake up, I say, God, before I leave the door, God, let your light shine so bright through me that those who see me, they only see you. I am just a fragment in their eye. God, when I speak, I want to make sure that they hear the vibrations of your energy, not my energy. Diminish me. I'm, I'm constantly always reminding myself that it is God who has done it all for me. Yeah, I've done the work. Yeah, I've made myself suitable for the inheritance that I have. Can I tell you something? Uh, you got to understand your, your God-given inheritance is in, like a, it's in like a trust. And there are specific things that you must do in order to gain God's trust. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. See, 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 see. With, with a trust, you can entrust and know that it will be protected based on the operational agreements. In, 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 the, in, in the word of God, he gives us instructions on what we're supposed to do and how we're supposed to do it to gain his trust, which is where our inheritance is. Oh, my God. A lot of y'all are trying to break open something that you were supposed to be given. <laughs> listen, listen, a lot of you uh, don't realize the beauty of being a trust fund baby. See, I said, God, I want to be your trust fund baby. God, God said, well, I need you to do these things to show that you're disciplined, that you're right, that you're ready for what's inside of this trust. If I cannot entrust you with the trust of your inheritance, I will give it to somebody else I know can do right. But I said, God, I will. <laughs> I will. 
Because, God, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of trying to pry open and break open a trust that was already mine. Can you trust God to know that you're supposed to have abundance? Can you trust God to know that you're supposed to have love? Can you trust God to know that you're not supposed to be dealing with big, big stressors and things that can cause you early death? Can you trust God to know that he will mend any broken relationship? Can you trust God to know that he will put you in the right rooms that you ain't got to beg to be in? Can you trust God to know that your name will ring greater than any dollar bill or car you drive? Can you trust God to know that your value is much more important to the world in a pure state than in this mental state or this uh, 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 trickery that you learn? If you, if you can trust God can deliver that, why is it hard for you just to say I will? <laughs> I said, God, listen, I didn't try to every God. I didn't look at all of them. I didn't research all of them. But I said, but God, let me tell you something. If I can trust that you can make the moon come up at night, the sun come up in the morning. If I can trust that everything in this universe has its rightful place and is not misplaced. If I can trust that, I can trust you. I, I will. I will. I will. So I wrote down, God said to write it down and make it plain. See, y'all are missing it. God has given us all the instructions. Everything that comes from a manufacturer has a set of rules and instructions, whether you want to admit to them or not, or you want to read them or not, is going to be up to you. But everything created has an instruction manual. So when I read biblical text, I understand that the manufacturer has created instruction manual on how we're supposed to be operating and moving. And based on the commitment you have, the I will that you have to the instruction manual, based on your commitment, it will determine how efficient you are in this life, whether you believe it or not. You can call it osmosis. You can call yourself the smartest person in the world. But let me tell you something. When favor is not on your side, I don't give a damn how smart you are. You are not getting anything. Nothing's going good for you. Nothing's going right for you. God has a trust for you. God has a trust for you. God said to write it down and make it plain so that those who see it can run with it. Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? Let me tell you something. The reason why God has not given you the dreams that you've written down on paper, because those aren't your dreams. The reason why God continues to not give you the dreams that you've written down on those papers because they are not your dreams. There are somebody else's dreams that you got envious of. You wanted their life, their lifestyle. You got dream cars on your on your on your dream board that you've never even gotten to know if it fits you. Yeah, I, listen, I remember I wrote down a Ferrari. And I'm like, God, I'm working hard. How come I can't get a Ferrari? 
Because that wasn't my dream. I sat in the Ferrari and I realized this don't fit me. Oh, my God. It doesn't matter how beautiful the car is. It doesn't matter how amazing it looks. It doesn't matter the attention or the eyeballs that come and touch that car. It didn't fit me. So God didn't give me because he knew it didn't fit me. <laughs> God didn't give me because he knew it didn't fit me. And a lot of you are, are writing goals down. You're, 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 you're talking about dreams and lifestyles. And deep down inside, your subconscious mind, your spirit knows that that ain't you. And, and what, what God is trying to show you through me out loud is that he will give you what you desire because his will for you, your inheritance is based on what you already supposed to. See, listen, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Everything that I've written down that I wanted for me, for my good, for my sake has come to fruition. Everything that I wrote without subconsciously realizing that I wanted somebody else's lifestyle, none of those things have come to pass for me. None of these things have come to pass for me. You want to know what's crazy? Here's what's crazy. Here's what's crazy. How do you, how do you build? How do you build three seven-figure companies one eight-figure company, a multiple eight-figure conglomerate without ever using debt. Without ever borrowing money from the bank. Without ever taking an outside investor. How? How, how, how does God have so many talented, we the misfits, but talented, gifted people Working for ABS and BWO. How? I was just as witty and intelligent five years ago as I am now. I just got a little bit more seasoned and experience. How? Oh, it's called favor. Because God will always equip you with the necessary tools and resources needed to extend the kingdom based on your capability. (laughs) God will always give you the resources needed to expand the kingdom based on your capability. So my capability five years ago isn't the capability that I have now, which is why he continues to give me more resources because he knows I know what to do with it. God will entrust you with more of your inheritance when you learn how to trust him with your will. I will. (laughs) Listen, 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 I know some of y'all are new to me. Some of y'all like, man, Jake, I don't want to hear nothing about this God stuff. I don't want to hear it. Listen, let me tell you something. You may not want to hear nothing about this God stuff, but let me tell you something about me. <laughs> ain't nothing I got. Uh, uh, ain't nothing I got uh, that's not that doesn't have the hand of God on it. So whether you want to embrace what I am telling you or not, you still have to take the simple fact 
that God has put his hand on every aspect of my life. Because I said I will. I said I will. I said I will and I did the work. I got better. I said, God, my capability at this moment is limited. So I need to expound my capability by experiencing more. Let me let me. I will. I will go there. I will talk to them. I will get out of my comfort zone. I will learn technology. I will learn social media. I will learn or do anything that it takes in order for me to get the trust of you. Yeah. Yeah. I will. I just, I just, I just, I just, I I just, I just want people to see how good it feels to live God out loud. Oh, I love living God out loud. Am I human? Yeah. Do I drink? Yeah. Do I curse? Yeah. Am I ashamed of all that hell to the motherfucking no? But what I do openly and loudly speak about is God's hand in my life. You know what's crazy? God, it says in, it says in a word that God respects principle, not person. So if so if 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 a wicked person can assume and consume wealth. I wonder what would happen if somebody chasing righteousness operated based on principles of this universe. Oh, that's overflow. That's overflow. That's overflow. See, 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 I understand. I understood how to activate faith. Y'all ready? This is how to activate faith. Faith is to believe it's already there and to work as if it's already done. To believe it's already there and to work as if it's already done. Come on, you can. Oh, That's what faith is. To believe it's already there and to work as if it's already done. Jake, what does that mean? How can you say that you believe the will of God if you don't believe the faith that you have to, you have to activate to get what you need? You can't say that you love God. You can't say that you're a rider for God. You can't say that God's given me all this overflow, but in the same breath, your faith is shaking. You can't. Somebody who truly entrusts and loves God to the capacity that I know some of you all believe that you do, it's impossible not to have God-like faith and say you trust God in the same breath. It's impossible. It's impossible. Faith is to believe it's already there and to work as if it's already done. You become a millionaire before you make a million dollars. You become worthy of overflow before God gives you overflow. You become worthy of your double portion before God gives you a double portion. You become the best staff or executive you can be before God blesses you with staff and executives that run your company. Faith is to believe it's already there and to work as if it's already done. So if I believe that I'm a millionaire, how does a millionaire act? 
What does a millionaire think about? What does a millionaire do with their energy? How disciplined is a millionaire? If I believe I'm anointed or I have overflow, how does a person who knows they carry the weight or the responsibility of carrying God's will, how does that person operate on a daily basis? How? So if I believe it's already there, I'm going to work as if it's already done. Most, let, me, let, me, let me give you an example I always give when I'm in a crowd. A lot of people have this moment, whether you're in college or out of college, you call your granny, you short $100 or $500 or whatever for rent. Your rent due on Friday, you call granny on Monday. Granny, I need $500 for my rent or I'm going to get kicked out. Granny say, baby, when is it due? You say Friday. You're worried, you have anxiety, and your granny tells you what? Your, your granny say, don't worry, baby, I'll have it to you by Friday. Now, the money hasn't hit your account. But you trust your granny will deliver. So your anxiety immediately goes away and you operate as if you already have the rent. <laughs> Y'all are missing it. And, and, and so how can you have more faith in your granny that said I will deliver than, than the God that said I will deliver? Man, y'all better. Y'all better. Listen, listen. <laughs> y'all better not play with me. I gangbang for the Lord. Listen, how... How do you have more faith in your grandma or your grandpa that hasn't put the money in your account yet? But your anxiety for paying your rent is gone. And in your mind, you got the money already, even though the money isn't there. You believe it's already there and you work as if it's already done. So if you can have that type of faith in your grandmother, why can't you have the type of faith in the God that created the cosmos? So I said, God, I, listen, I told God, I said, you got to make me a millionaire. You want to know what I told him that? I said, because I said I will to the commitment to extending the kingdom and I can't be no kingdom ambassador lacking on funds. You're going to have to figure it out, Lord. You're going you're gonna to have to figure it out. You're going to have to figure it out before these people start getting to know who I am. Because I can't be out here looking busted, dusted, and confused talking about how amazing your overflow is. It ain't, it ain't, the message is going to be contradicted. So I believe God was going to do his part, but I knew I had to do mine. What was that? I needed to prove that I was worthy of God giving me resources to manage. None of us, we don't own anything. All we are are managers. I love when Dr. Miles Monroe taught me that. He said, oh, he said all we are are managers. When you take away that ownership spirit, it's a possessive spirit. When you take the ownership, possessive spirit away, you realize that we don't own anything. We are just managers and God allows for us to deal with his people and his resources as long as we stay committed to serving them in the utmost or best way that's for them in this space and time that we're in. And this is why the wicked people get blessed. God, God said in his word of God, he respects principle, not person. And in the Bible, it says the greatest among us will be a servant of all. So these wicked people know if I create a service, 
for God's people and it's of and it's of diligence and it's efficient and it helps them. I can get overflow. What happens if somebody deliberately who is searching the path for righteousness decides to think as far as servitude like the wicked? You know what that is? That's called double portion. That's that. That's that cup that runneth over. That's that when Elisha met the widow in the forest and she just has so many jars. She just she just kept filling the oil in the jars because that's when it happens when you do the work. But faith is to believe it's already done and to work as if it's already there. So just because your friends didn't see the money hit your bank account, you knew your granny was going on a Friday. Even though you couldn't go tell the landlord, you, you said, landlord, I, listen, I ain't got it now, but Friday I'm going to have it. They're not going to believe you. But you believe it because, you know, granny going to deliver on Friday. You know that granny going to deliver on Friday. So I take that same mentality with God. God going to deliver. He going to deliver. When I need it, he going to deliver it. And I ain't going to borrow for it. I ain't going to beg for it. I ain't going to mortgage for it. I ain't going to credit card for it. He's going to give me what I need for that moment in time that I need it. How can you say that? How can you say that, 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 that you're a kingdom ambassador, you're God's child? And yet still think that there's limitations to the overflow that he's supposed to give you. No, I believe more. I will. God say, son, I need you to address all the curses in your family. I say, God, some of them curses ain't mine, but I will. I will. I will break all our family curses if I got to. I'll put it on my back. I will. You know what God has done? Because I said I will, my family said I will do whatever it takes to ensure that this isn't a burden for you. And they all got in line. I will. And some of you need to 